Hello and welcome to this special edition of OA On Air. I'm Cosmo Macero. Today we're interviewing Scott Sanborn and Brenda Kerr of Harbor One Bank. Let's get started. All right, joining us here on this special episode of OA On Air are Scott Sanborn and Brenda Kerr from Harbor One Bank based in Brockton, Massachusetts. Also my colleague, Jeremy Crawford. Scott and Brenda, welcome to OA On Air. Good morning. Great to be here. Thank you for having us. Excellent. It's great to have you. Hey, I want to start a little bit about yourselves and your careers in banking uh, and with Harbor One, uh, and also just some history of Harbor One Bank. But let's uh, let's start with yourselves, Scott and Brenda. Well, I'll kick it off. Uh, I've been in banking for over 30 years. And during that time, I've been blessed to work with some great bankers, including my experience at Fleet Bank, Sovereign, Santander Bank, and TD Bank. And now for the last six years at Harbor One Bank. Uh, most of my career has been in commercial lending. I've also held positions in operations and private banking. And really what I've enjoyed here at Harbor One is the opportunity to build a team at this stage of my career that reflects a market-driven organization where we have the ability to bring holistic relationships to uh, our organization. And I have a collaborative leadership group that is focused on helping drive growth and most importantly, the customer experience. So I guess that's over to me. Um, uh, I'm Brenda Kerr. So I worked, I've been in retail banking for my entire career. Um, Started with Fleet Bank uh, back in 1994. So much like Scott, I actually went from Fleet Bank to Sovereign to Santander, uh, then uh, went to Century Bank from there. So benefited from working with both a larger organization, larger regional bank, in addition to a smaller bank. Um, and then moved on here to Harbor One. And I've li- been here a little bit more than two years now. Um, the culture here at Harbor One, you know, we're re- we are really focused on strategic growth, community connections, and caring about our customers while really focusing on delivering our, on our values has made Harbor One a really great fit for me uh, personally. Um, and I have enjoyed our time here in a real collaborative approach to bring the company forward. Um, as we as we have grown substantially in our branch network. So it's been a, a great ride so far. That's excellent. My colleague Jeremy in a moment wants to talk a little bit about uh, some of your most exciting recent news, but he and I have both had really a front row seat over the past decade or so uh, and, and being able to watch the growth of Harbor One uh, and a number of, of really impressive growth milestones. And I thought you might uh, walk us through uh, what's been accomplished in terms of growing this franchise over that time? Yeah, Cosmo, that certainly uh, is a great way to uh, summarize. It has been a very exciting journey, uh, and our growth story has really accelerated over the last six to seven years. Uh, we were a credit union for much of our history, but uh, we then converted to a mutual bank charter a little over uh, approximately seven years ago. And then ultimately became a stock bank. And most recently, last August, a year ago, this past August, we became a fully stock bank, uh, raising capital uh, right before the pandemic, which was a very important strategic move uh, that just allowed us to position ourselves to be a very strong banking franchise for our clients and our communities uh, throughout this pandemic. 
Along the way, the bank uh, over that time period was looking for ways to add to our uh, growth and ultimately made the decision to buy a mortgage company. Uh, that mortgage company uh, is having an amazing year uh, in our recent earnings. We talked about how they've already uh, produced and originated over $2 billion worth of mortgages in 2020, despite the pandemic. Thank you, low interest rates. Uh, and the other thing that is probably a great milestone to share is recently, or I'd say within two years, we bought Coastway Bank in Rhode Island. They shared a similar cultural heritage. They had been a credit union that converted to a stock bank. And they had a, a similar customer uh, experience service model where they wanted to make sure they put the customer first and it just fit with our strategy is how we go to market each and every day. Um, today, the bank uh, has grown to over $4 billion, uh, $4 billion in assets. And we expect uh, continued growth, albeit deliberate growth for the foreseeable future. You know, Cosmo and I have, uh, this is Jeremy, and Cosmo and I have been along for the ride for a long time now. When we first started working with you guys, you were a regional credit union, and you know, congratulations. The, the growth has been amazing. You just had your best quarter ever, and the Boston Business Journal has called you the fastest growing bank in the state. So it's been an extraordinary decade. Um, the latest step is you've just launched the grand opening of your first ever branch in Quincy. The place is absolutely beautiful. It's right downtown. The mayor, both chambers of commerce came out to cut the ribbon, socially distanced uh, a couple of weeks ago, and now it's up and running. Um, Quincy obviously is a really good place to be right now. There's a lot of development going on. Downtown is finally getting revitalized and there are huge plans. There's a lot already underway. Can you talk a little bit about why Quincy, what you plan there and what you see as your next step? You know, Jeremy, what you just said is really important because that's why we chose Quincy. We chose Quincy um, in looking at the gentrification of downtown, the shift in new businesses, new residential units um, in the downtown area, new rest restaurants, retail establishments. It really became a natural fit for Harbor One. Um, and we're try to be very careful about where, where we pick and which place we go next. Um, after we ventured into Boston, this was a nice fit for us from a market standpoint and a footprint, footprint area uh, to fill in the gaps a little bit between Boston and our uh, Brockton legacy. Um, but as we looked at moving into Quincy, our, our intent there is really to focus on integrating ourselves into the community, you know, establishing long-term relationships with the business community with our partnership approach. Um, we know that uh, working as a group here at Harbor One and partnering together to truly meet our customers' needs, both on the business side, small business, commercial business, consumer, um, and making it a relationship and partnership ability for our customers really helps us out and helps out our, helps out our customers. Um, and that's really how we wanna move forward. Um, and when we go into a place like Quincy, we really try to integrate ourselves into the community. Uh, we look at how to pull a list of all the business customers that are there now and work to build some relationships and reach out to those customers. So uh, trying to do that through in a COVID safe way, we're uh, going out and visiting those businesses now. So the team is charged 
uh, with trying to make as many connections. I think they have a list of about 450 business customers within the area, and they're stopping by and visiting and saying hello, introducing ourselves and our approach in the marketplace. So that's already begun. So we're really excited about that. Um, we're additionally excited to, we bought some gift certificates to different restaurants in the area, knowing they're struggling in this environment, trying to make sure that we integrate into those businesses and get to know them so that we can raffle off those gift certificates back out uh, as we open up all of our new accounts. Um, so we're trying to take little steps along the way to get to know as many people as possible um, and be a part of that community. I would just add, Jeremy, uh, from a, directly from a business point of view, uh, Quincy, especially Quincy Center, is an epicenter for some amazing small businesses and professional firms. Our bank focuses on many types of businesses, but certainly feel we have a relationship model that works well for small businesses and professional businesses. So there is a strong density of law firms, accounting firms, and medical practices within the area areas where we excel and look forward to continuing our growth. So we we had the same rationale when we looked at Boston and Quincy was just the next logical step in that evolution. We're talking to Scott Sanborn and Brenda Kerr from Harbor One Bank based in Brockton. Um, Scott, that's, it's, it's an interesting point because the revitalization of downtown Quincy, just as an example, it rely, it's relied on a few things. And, and, and we've had some involvement and exposure to a number of them. One is is, is new life, new housing, uh, uh, a, a, a dynamic sort of apartment-oriented housing lifestyle. It, it relies on corporate citizens and partners like like yourselves, like Harbor One. Um, and absolutely, it relies on small business. Um, talk about the relationships that you're building, not just in Quincy, but in, but in the other communities that you serve and the other areas of the market. And and, um, and what that partnership is like with small business in other communities and, and how big of a segment of your business that is or how important that is to your growth. Well, small business, certainly I'll start there, is a key component of our future growth strategy. Uh, we, we've talked a lot already this morning about our relationship model. And ultimately, that relationship model not only resonates with consumers, but ultimately with small businesses. And my feeling and a lot of my colleagues' feelings here at Harbor One are that we can continue to expand on our uh, small business outreach. And we picked strategic markets like Boston, like Providence previously, like Quincy. And we're gonna talk, I think, in, the, in a little while about South Boston. These are areas rich in small business where our model of service our model of effective and continuous communication, and really a solutions-driven model that listens to our clients' needs. Those are all components that have fueled success in small business for Harbor One. And ultimately, we believe if we stay the course, no matter whether COVID-related or not, uh, that communication, that type of approach will allow us to succeed in these markets we've mentioned and future markets as we move forward. You know, you mentioned South Boston. Um, that's the next step. You you guys are marching north. You've already gotten into Boston. You, you have the Mortgage Lending Center there, which opened a little more than a year ago. Uh, you have a full-service branch right next to that in a, in a beautiful section of Boston down there, Broad Street. 
And now you're moving into, you're going to put a branch into South Boston. South Boston is, has become a little bit like what Quincy is doing right now. It's much younger. Uh, you see a lot of new innovative businesses. I know you guys have already worked with some firms there that have opened up with some restaurants. With, I know you work with some law firms and, and I know there's a lot of development going on there that you'll be involved in. Um, what are your plans in South Boston? Uh, well, we're really excited about our South Boston location. Um, it is right across from the Red Line stop um, and a, a, an excellent place visibly for us to be. There's lots of new things happening down in that area. I know that the um, work that's going on with the Gillette area, there's a lot of things happening and new businesses coming in. Um, research, there's some research facilities that are being uh, built there and a lot of plans. So we're coming in at a really great time uh, to open ourselves up there, to be there for the consumer base, knowing that we're across the street from the red line um, and also a number of new businesses that are going in. Uh, so we're very excited about the opportunity there, both on the consumer and the business front. Yeah, I would just add, uh, Jeremy, you raised the point that you're right. We do have clients already in the area um, and we've certainly been working hard to service them in our downtown Boston location but this branch is just a, a natural next step in reaching those clients and making Harbor One more convenient for them. That's really what this uh, opportunity represents, not only today, but as you mentioned, there's exciting development on the, uh, on the books or in the planning stages, shall we say, for uh, community-driven uh, development here over the next three to five years. And the South Boston branch will be well-positioned to maximize uh, strong opportunities that that presents. Scott and Brenda, can you talk a little bit about today's in-person banking experience and how that's changed? You know, I know that Harbor One and other banks are uh, resizing where necessary to reflect the needs of customers in the branch. Um, Banks like Har including Harbor One are sort of staying ahead, staying out front on online banking and digital banking services. Um, but there's still an important component uh, in that personal model of, of delivering a branch experience. I, I know it's becoming different. And I know that the services, when so many transactions can be handled online, uh, the service model is, has changed. And I hope you can talk about it. Cosmo, truly the banking experience has changed dramatically in the last several months, but it isn't anything that we really didn't already expect to happen. It just happened more quickly. Our customers went to the ease of use of doing their transactions online. So our branch transaction volumes are less, but that just truly gives us the opportunity to work on better interactions with our customers and fo uh, focusing on helping our customers build their financial future. Um, what truly drives that experience for us is, is understanding how we can help our customers financially, truly helping them save money for tomorrow or 10 years from now or borrow funds to meet their short and long-term goals. That's what we are all about at Harbor One and as a community bank. Um, though we might do less tra transactions now, we're going to evolve and do more interactions and make sure we have time and opportunity to really talk to our customers about their financial goals in the short term and their dreams for the future. Um, so this is a great transition for us. And we know that as our customers who moved more to uh, digital, 
um, a community bank will thrive when we can make that personal connection and find that opportunity to really uh, build our customers' finances. And that goes back to who we are, just continuing to build relationships and giving customers different tools. You know, it's interesting. There was a Forbes article a while ago that uh, you guys really ought to take a bow because it said during the COVID pandemic, small and mid-sized banks uh, literally saved America because their response on things like PPP loans and on getting money out quickly to people, knowing who's in the community who needs help, had been so much better than the big international national banks. What's it been like for Harbor One? I know you guys are deeply involved in the communities you serve. How has COVID-19 changed what you do and, and what have you seen as important during this? A great question, Jeremy. Um, your PPP example is probably the best example to spend a moment talking about. Uh, when, it, when the COVID hit and people were trying to understand how to get stimulus money out the door, uh, there were a lot of opportunities to think about fintech and digital solutions, but there was such a fast evolving um, a playbook from SBA and Treasury. There were changes daily. There were uh, guidelines that were updated. There were questions and answers that, again, changed the way that this stimulus was to be delivered or even just approved. And ultimately, um, it showed the communities that we serve that strong regional community banks like a Harbor One were well positioned to react because we were able to bring the resources to bear internally on this challenge. And to give you an example, we were able to process over a thousand applications within 45 days um, and get them funded, which really uh, made a big difference to our constituency and clientele, showed them that Harbor One was able to service their needs and ultimately even allowed us when some of the other competitors were slow in their response, we were able to pick up opportunities to help them. And that has since led to meaningful new business for the bank. So it was really a way to strengthen and reinforce a message that has been in the forefront of our approach to small business and banking at Harbor One in general. And the PPP response, thanks to so many colleagues across commercial small business, retail operations, and marketing that allowed Harbor One to stand out in the communities that we serve. And again, as I mentioned a few moments ago, allowed us to grow our business in spite of the pandemic. You know, and on a more, uh, a more personal level, it was nice to see in the newspapers today uh, an interview with, with Jim Blake, where he talked about you guys volunteering to pay Christmas bonuses early and then recognizing that, that working families of your employees who had kids at home and were still trying to work might need help with childcare payments. And you guys have stepped up and are paying both early holiday bonuses and childcare payments. What, what was it like coming to that decision and how's that been received at the bank? You know, this has been a challenging environment with lots of changes for our employees at home and at work, 
whether you are at home taking care of your children or whether you are have to be in the office uh, serving our customers and someone else needs to, to care for your children, um, or if you need to spend some time um, having a flex schedule, all of those accommodations have been, have been made and we've tried to work with our employees over time. So it seems natural for us in the way the Harbor One uh, does business. Um, anything small that we can do to assist them with their challenges is important to us as an organization and just speaks to who we are as a company. We truly care about our employees. We care about our customers. And these are just little things that we can do along the way um, to really try to help our people. And I, they react as you would expect. They, they're thankful that we're there for them and they know we're here to care and listen. So um, it's part of who we are. All right, we've been talking to Scott Sanborn and Brenda Kerr from Harbor One Bank. Uh, terrific conversation about a, a financial institution that's doing a lot of great things here in the Commonwealth. Thank you so much, Scott and Brenda, for joining us on OA On Air. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care.